0: You're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastors Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. You know, fear doesn't work the way you think it works. I've discovered that. Fear doesn't really play out the way we think it does. Today, I want to talk to you about the fear of the future. Because when you think about all the fear that's in our world today, all the fear that you deal with and I deal with, the baseline of fear is the fear of the future, it's the fear of the unknown. What are you fearful about? Maybe you fear rejection. Maybe you fear loneliness. Maybe you fear snakes. Maybe you fear slime. Maybe you fear the opposite sex. I think some single guys here probably (laughs) maybe fear the opposite sex. There is a fear of marriage. Definitely, guys, I think some of us fear marriage. Fear is real. We fear death. Life is fatal, but we fear it. Fear is real. I think we have our ears uh, to the ground as we listen for different fears. You know, as you look at the media the 24-7 news cycle is all about fear, isn't it? Terrorists and, and germs and, and earthquakes and things like that. And What's interesting about the media is that the media so often incites fear, and then they report on the fear they incite. It's kind of funny, I thought. Maybe you didn't. But fear is something that is real. When you think about fear of the future, though, It's not really the future that you fear or that I fear. Let me say that again. When we think about the fear of the future, we're not really fearing the future because the future is not here yet. In reality, we're fearing the past. We're fearing feelings we've experienced, emotions we've experienced in the past. So as we face the future, we don't want to deal with those And we tend to build walls around our lives to keep us from fear. And I would say the walls we build around our lives cause us to have a greater fear as opposed to just living life and facing fear. So again, the fear that you face is not the fear of the future. It's the fear of the past. The baseline of all fear is the fear of the future. We have a couple of ways to face fear. We can either face it with a foundation or we can face it with feelings. Foundation that's solid, that's significant. Feelings would be capricious. You you can't really nail them down. It's like it's like trying to nail jello to a wall, so to speak. God has feelings too. Yet when it comes to fear, we either face fear with a foundation or feelings. Here's the question: Are you fearless? Because God wants us to be fearless. It doesn't mean that God wants us to be absence of fear because some fear is good. For example, people ask me, well, Ed, do you get get nervous before you speak? And they expect me to say, no. But I answer, heck yeah. I get nervous every time I speak. Because I say, God, speak through me as I have studied your word, use my vocal cords to communicate your truth. I fear, I fear speaking and and, and speaking in a way that will meet the needs of so many people. Obviously, it's a God thing, but it's a fear. So we're going to talk about some good fear. Some fear, though, is toxic. And that's the fear that I'm talking about today. God wants us to live fearless lives, not fearful lives. Fearful. How many of us are fearful? Again, try to pinpoint your biggest fear. I guarantee it's from the past because it's something you've experienced. Well, and I fear death. Well, you've been around death before, or maybe you know someone, and you're like, whoa, I'm going to set my life up around, uh, yeah, I know life is fatal, but I'm going to stay away from anything and everything that might cause death or or for me to clock out too early or or maybe just maybe you fear rejection. I remember when I was in the 5th grade, our, you know, our family moved around a lot. I'm talking about me and and I remember being alone. I remember being at this at this public school. I was like the 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 person in and there was a new kid and I didn't know anybody and I felt rejected and, and all of that. So I've, I've seen as I face the future, I, I fear, I have feared rejection before. So again, when we face the future, we're really not fearful of the future, we're fearful of the past. When Lisa and I were 17 years old, 17 years old, we went on a vacation with my family. And I got a picture of the, the vacation. To the left, that's, uh, that's Dad, and down, that's my youngest brother Cliff. There, there's me with the cool hairstyle, the big bass, that's my brother Ben. There's Lisa to the right. That was a defining moment in Lisa's life. Prior to that moment, Lisa enjoyed, like, you know, picking up reptiles, you know, lizards, snakes, frogs, whatever, until that day. Because that day, Lisa almost, I mean, it, 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 was, it was crazy. We went out in a rowboat, and, and, and we pushed this rowboat into this lake. While we were pushing this rowboat, Lisa and no, I, into the lake, I just happened to glance down, there were at least 10 water moccasins under the rowboat. Well, I just threw Lisa to the side, rescued her. See, guys, that's what your lady wants, a rescuer. If you don't believe me, watch the Hallmark Channel. (laughs) The boat went into the water and these water moccasins, they were entangled, they were all over each other and I just took a paddle and started going, boom, 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 they were striking the paddle and Lisa was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. She has never recovered. (laughs) To this day, she's got a phobia. I'm telling you about snakes. That happened in the past. So she sets her life up today around, I don't want to deal with snakes anymore. I don't want to look at a snake. I don't want to think about a snake. That's what I'm talking about. The enemy uses fear to keep us paralyzed from being all that God wants us to be. And the reason he's using fear in your life is because you matter so much to him and the enemy sees your potential and mine. We've got to face fear. Are you fearless or fearful? Here's the tweet of the day. I'm I'm very much into social media, and and I, I want you to write this down. It's a little bit confusing, but I think it kind of speaks to what we're doing. Are you ready? There it is. The foundation of fear is the fear of the future, and the foundation for facing the future is the fear of God. Whoa, wait a minute, Ed. You're talking about the fear of God. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7, that the fear of God is the beginning of knowledge, it's the beginning of wisdom. That's interesting. So I'm to fear God. If I fear Him, ah, woo, then I'll be wise. But the Bible also says perfect love. Cast out fear. Doesn't make sense. God's telling us perfect love drives out fear. And on the other hand, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. They're not diametrically opposed. They're one in the same, but one in a different way. The fear of God means I reference God. God, you're God, I'm not. I'm in awe of God. When I put God at his proper place as the foundation for my life, what's gonna happen? I am gonna have knowledge. I'm gonna have wisdom. Is it just me or common sense is uncommon? I mean, am am I the only one who thinks that? Common sense is uncommon. People are slap dead, crazy as a Betsy bug these days. I like that, crazy as a Betsy bug. Those who know God, through Christ, have uncommon, common sense. They have a perspective. They have a read. They're able to see life and face fears in a fantastic manner. On the other hand, those who base their lives on feelings get funky and freaky. They don't have that wisdom. Their their, their wisdom might come in bursts, but it's like, (laughs) The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Then the Bible says, in 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, that perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love, perfect love, the love from above. God is a perfect parent. He's given us this incredible gospel. He arranged for our sins to be, to be transferred on his son's shoulders. Jesus paid the price on the cross rose again, if we respond to that love, because God loved us first, that love, God's love from above, gives us the ability to, to drive out fear. So fear and love, yeah, they're, they're kind of polar opposite. And as we understand God's love from above, we put God in his proper place, the foundation. Then we let the love move through our lives to love others, we can face any fear and fear will fade like a good pair of jeans, man. Isn't that good? First John 4.18, let me read the whole verse. There's no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Man, I like that. Fear in love. Say it with me. Fear in love. Say it again. Fear in love. Say it again. Fear in love. That reminds me of fear and love. That reminds me of a seesaw. You remember Seesaw? Let's bring the Seesaw back. I don't see Seesaws anymore. Anybody got a Seesaw at their house? We don't. Anybody see? Let's start a campaign. Hashtag bring Seesaws back. <laughs> I was thinking this day, you know. I mean, I was thinking, as I was studying for this talk, and especially meditating on 1 John 4:18, I was thinking about fear and love. Love and fear. Seesaw. Seesaw. Seesaw saw. When love is up, fear is down. When fear is up, love is down. Seesaw. You get it? When, when, when fear is up, love is down. When love is up, fear is down. Get it? Just say, got it, Ed. Got it. Okay, okay, okay. Seesaw. What do they call it a seesaw? I think I figured it out. When you're up, you see. Whoa, yeah. When you're down, I saw. (laughs) I see! I saw. I see! I saw. I see! I saw. Love, right? And fear. When love, is at the top, I've got the foundation, then I can see. Look at my perspective on fear. Whoa, I see now, I got it. But the moment I allow fear to go up and love to go down, I base everything on feelings, And that's when things get freaky and funky. So what is the answer? It's about the foundation. It's about the love of God. Perfect love drives out fear. See, saw, love, fear, not fear. And love, love and fear. I respond, God, to your love, you're the foundation of my life, and you flow through me to others. And I wanna love others the way you love me and when I'm loving God and loving others, guess what? I'm not thinking about me anymore. Me, 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 I, 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 me, me. me, me, me. <laughs> because I'm seeing the way God sees. I think about David. You remember David, the giant killer? David, of course, we know, killed Goliath. Most people know that. David, though, before he killed Goliath, he thought about his past because he hadn't fought Goliath yet, so he thought about his past. And Here's the way I say it, and in fact, I wrote a book on fear several years ago called No Fear, K-N-O-W, kind of catchy, No Fear, I thought it was. When you face fear, and when I face fear, one of the things I talk about in my book is you got to go retro, go retro. Retro, everything is retro these days. You notice that retro music, retro food, retro fashion, everything's retro, 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 go retro, go retro, go retro. When you face fear, go retro. When you face fear, go retro. Borrow what God has done in your past in a great way and project that into the future. What we do, though, is we borrow pain and borrow, I can't do it, and that might happen to me, and we get involved in scenario sickness, I'll talk about that in a second, and we miss facing the giants. Well, David said, oh, man, giant, I can take him. When I was tending my father's sheep, a lion and a bear tried to attack me, I opened up a Costco-sized can on these animals, and I can take this giant out. No doubt. So he borrowed. He went wet retro in a good way, from the past, and it projected great things into the future. So go retro. Another suggestion when you do, deal with fear would be would be to to don't deify fear. That's how I'd say. It. Don't deify it. So we go retro. All right. We're thinking about experiences, the good ones, and then instead of trying to. Freak out over the bad ones and build our future to keep us from the bad ones. We just go retro retro in a positive sense. Then the second thing is don't deify fear. Don't make fear more than it is. Because I'm going to tell you something. Whatever you're fearing will not play out like you think it's going to play out. Let me say it again. Whatever you're fearing ain't going to play out like you think it's going to play out. Thank you for tuning in. We really have a great time bringing this program to you. Thank you for connecting with us, and we want to hear from you. For your gift, I'm talking about any gift, I have something special that uh, we're going to send to you, and I think you'll really, really like it. Simply go to our website, edyoung.com, and we'll be happy to connect with you because we have amazing plans in the future, and it can only happen because of your generosity. A couple weeks ago, I flew up to New Hampshire to train some church leaders. I'd never been to New Hampshire before. I'd seen pictures of it. And I thought in my mind, okay, I'm gonna kinda build this theology in my mind about New Hampshire. It's gonna look that way, and people will act that way, and it's kinda the way it's gonna be. So I show up, I'm in New Hampshire, I'm like, this is different. It's not the way I thought, and those pictures don't really do it justice, People are not the way I thought, and, and so, so that's the way it is with fear. We, we think all this stuff and waste all this time, oh, it's going to be like this, and I know what she's going to say, and I know what's going to happen to my kids, and oh, in the future in this company, and we get all this drama and trauma going on, and then when we finally get to the moment, that's not the way it is. Fear really is just a moment. We've experienced it in the past. It's just a moment, right? And we fear that moment again in the future. But I'm here to tell you as you love God and let His love flow through your life to others, you'll face fear and God will use you in a greater way as you pursue His purpose. Give me an F. F. Give me an E. E. Give me an A. A. Give me an R. Future events already ruined, that's fear. When I go retro in a negative way, and when I worry about this or that, and when I have all this drama and trauma, and when I don't do it God's way, and when I base my life on my feelings, the future events are already ruined in my life. Wow. That happens. I, 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 it's happened to me before. <laughs> Nehemiah chapter two, verse two. Nehemiah said, "I was very much afraid." I love his vulnerability because we deal with fear. Everybody does. I'm not going to overpromise and underdeliver in this series. I mean, you're going to have fear. I'm going to have fear, but we're going to fear less, right? That's the goal. All fear is not bad. Nehemiah, God tasked him. to, to go back to Jerusalem and rebuild the city walls. Well, he was like the right hand God, the King, and he was in exile. So he faced his fear. I know he went retro. He didn't deify the fear, although he was, he was, he was shaking a little bit, walked in and he said, Hey King, uh, I will need to go back to Jerusalem, to J town, rebuild the city walls. And by the way, could you, could you pay for it? Can I have your black card, please? And guess what? The king did it. This ungodly king said, Yeah, Nehemiah, go for it. Nehemiah, don't you know, he rehearsed, Oh, no, the king's gonna say this, and I'll say that, and then he'll tell me he's gonna chop my head off, and then I'll go, No, man, heads are not gonna roll over this one. And then, you know, going back and forth, and what if he says this? And what if he only gives me 10% of the project? I don't know. Look what happened. He faced it, and fear faded. One of the biggest fears I, I faced as a, as a kid from the third grade until the sixth grade or seventh grade was the fear of a little man. I thought there was a little man in our house who was like harassing me and chasing me. My, my brother and I lived in the upstairs area, two bedrooms, Ben had one room, I had the other room, and I thought a little man was under my bed, a little man was in the attic, a little man was, was in closets, and, 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 and I hate to confess this, but I will because I'm in church, when, when mom and dad would say, go to bed, I would wait. I would hesitate, allow Ben to go up there first. And Ben was like that tall. I'm, you know, this giant. And, and you know, I figured, hey, Ben, if, if the little man attacked him, you know, God bless him. He's a Christian. He'll go to be with the Lord. I'm not, I'm not going up there first and messing around with the little man. And my parents finally, they go, Ed, what's wrong? You seem scared. It's the little man. The what? So they took me upstairs, turn on all the lights, flashlight in the attic and all that. Ed, there's no little man. There's no, uh, okay, okay. And once they did that, my parents, I stopped fearing the little man. (laughs) Psalm 27, verse 1. This is your little man verse. Are you ready for it? The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The little man? Who's your little man? Don't worry about your little man because fear is your little man. Don't worry about your little man because you know the man. You know the man. And Jesus, the Bible says, is the light of my salvation. So whom shall I fear? Really? Really? God loves me, this I know, the Bible tells me so, and I'm gonna love you that way because of this love, take myself out of the deal, not worry about my feelings, but the foundation, and I love this, man. Psalm 27:1. the little man verse, the Lord is my light and my salvation, who shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? Wow, go retro, don't deify fear, don't make more out of it than it really is, because we fear of what could happen and the reason we fear what could happen is because it's based on what did happen in our lives but let's don't borrow fear from the past let's borrow faith from the past as we face the future i mentioned earlier scenario sickness scenario sickness that that will mess us up when it comes to dealing with fear. So go retro in a positive sense. Don't deify fear. And number three, stay away from scenario sickness. What's scenario sickness? Well, what if, and 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 what if, what if, what if, what if, what if the king doesn't give me his black card? What if he gets mad? What, you know, what if, what if I get fired? And that keeps us incarcerated because of that fear. Jesus said, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Here's another acrostic. Give me an F. F. Give me an E. E. Give me an A. A. Give me an R. R. Here's your homework. Face every day and reboot. Face every day and reboot. We have a choice. Future events already ruined or face every day and reboot. See, saw, see, saw. Fearless or fearful, love or fear, see, saw. Because when we see, we'll see what God sees, will face the fear, and we'll live this life with a trajectory and a purpose and a wisdom and a common sense that the world can't touch. Thank you for listening, and thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional. We also encourage you to share the message today with those around you. Thank you again for listening. God bless.